Hi, I'm Michael. Hi, I'm Ian. We are the founders of CaseElegance.com and Claro. We design world-class humidors and accessories. And today we're here to hang out with you a little bit, smoke some cigars, and tell you about our humidor. Podcast episode one. Nice. Oh, yeah. Bear with us. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're figuring it out. Uh, I think the uh, first thing we want to talk about is uh, each episode we're going to bring something for the other person to pair with a cigar. Um, and today I've brought the drink and I'm bringing Diet Dr. Pepper, which is very uh, uncharacteristic of a cigar pairing. Most times you'll see like a bourbon or a liqueur or something like that. This is kind of a nice, if you're not in a place that you want to drink, maybe you're early in the day, whatever, and it's kind of a nice palate cleanser and refresher. I found that it just, the cigar really like accentuates the Dr. Pepper. I know it's, it's also summery. It's very summery. Yeah. So it's, it's great. Um, right now for I, us, it's like noon. So I think it has to do with the carbonation. Not ready to drink some bourbon yet, so uh, so that that's why we're going with the. I'm ready. <laughs> Maybe in a little bit. Yeah. Get the beer bong out. Um, yeah, you want to yeah. go in to grab the cigar and, sure. and talk about the humidor. So we're gonna grab our cigars um, out of this. So this is our new military humidor. We just launched this. Um, this is a hundred count humidor, roughly, depending on the cigar size. Of course, you can fit quite a bit in here. Um, but we went with this like military OD green. It's actually called Chive. And we have all this custom metal manufacturing on the corners to give it that locker box feel, which is really cool and unique. And it's all custom. And then in the drawer, which a lot of humanoids don't have accessory drawers, we, I'm gonna pull it out actually. We have this cut out foam, which is to resemble the gun cases where you can like pelican cases where you can cut out and put your you know your different firearms in it so we have that with the pre-cut slots for our gme kit which you can also purchase with this so it's pretty cool and unique in that sense and the kit that we made with this is different than our normal accessory kit it's like um how would you describe it differently? It, well, it's gunmetal finish. Yeah, it's, it's a polished gunmetal finish. So it's not like that. It's not like a matte finish per se, but it matches. It's really cool. It matches the exact same metal as this. So yeah, it's, cool. it's paired for it perfectly, which is cool. So we're actually going to use it like it's intended. This is not a seasoned humidor. Just FYI. Yeah, that's why it's 59. We that's noticed that right before we started filming episode one. Yeah, yeah. So we're like, oh. <laughs> oversight yeah but yeah so this is not this is not this is not the actual humidor we use we grab this off the shelf kind of thing the other thing that's cool is we have these latches on the side so again it's that lock box feel but it does cinch the lid a little extra tight for it so pretty cool feeling so we're also donating a portion of the proceeds um, to Wounded Warriors Project and what was it? The American Legion. Yeah, we just actually decided to add American Legion to the list of their actually Indiana charity. We're from Indiana, kind of a special place in our hearts. So we're uh, we're targeting somewhere between five to ten dollars a unit to uh, donate for every single unit. Yeah. So, so I'll open this up. I am smoking today on this episode the Perdomo Lot Twenty Three. So, and I'll go over the notes with that here in a second. What are you smoking, Michael? Well, so I actually, this is, we're at Ian's house, so I brought mine in our soon-to-be-released uh, travel case. 
So uh, we're gonna do a little bit of a double pitch in episode one, uh, but th this thing is amazing, like amazing leather. It's Italian leather. It's imported. Really cool uh, nylon. Yeah, it's inside. a nylon. Yep. And then it's got pockets, if you could see, for uh, your you know boveda in here, and then your lighter and your cutter, um, yeah, and then you can fit five cigars here in this in this thing. Yeah. What's cool about this, real quick, is this is actually porous. So you can put those Baveda packs in there and, you know, do your best to season it. Again, it's, it's a leather travel kit. This is actually the first time I've gotten to use this in, in a real sense where I've like put cigars in it, got to take it to somebody's house. And I was super excited and this thing is amazing. So pretty cool. Uh, I'm actually going to be starting with a very interesting cigar. Uh, I don't necessarily want to tell you the name right off the bat because uh, it's a little... Uh, risque. Oh, but sure you're shot. <laughs> this cigar is uh, is actually part of Robert Caldwell's Lost and Found collection. So he goes around to random factories all over the world um, and will essentially find these cigars, these blends, put them together, won't put a label on them. And he has titled this one the Swollen Cock Cigar. Um, and so if you buy the packaging it's got like a like a like a rooster like a cock like a <laughs> you better not start the other way yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. it has a cock on it yeah it has like a, roost, a rooster on it uh yeah. and so it's 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 a kind of a funny if you're if you're with friends hanging out whatever it's kind of a funny cigar to bring out and tell the story about it's also you have to keep it in your pants though <laughs> so you pull out <laughs> and it's it's uh it's also Got some really, really interesting uh, taste profile to it. One, one of the more interesting ones I've, I've ever tasted. So, uh, which yeah. Every time you talk about the name of this cigar, like anything you say, just like what, what does it taste like? It just brings out the jokes. So yeah, I'm gonna be really careful what I say yeah, as I smoke this. Hmm. I don't know if I want that. Uh, yeah. Um, so I guess are, are we gonna talk about the notes now? Yeah, let's do it. Of each so, one, go ahead. All right, let me pull mine up. Yeah, so so we're so you understand our our cigar smoking tendencies. Ian yeah, and I we should definitely talk about that. Yeah, Ian and I love to smoke cigars, but we're by no means uh, cigar smoking experts. I would say we're definitely on the still learning, still evolving our taste profiles, still trying to understand uh, even how to taste these things properly. Um, we we love to build humidors. We love to build accessories. Like we love to build beautiful products that function better than than anyone's on the market. But we're not expert cigar smokers, so we're approaching this whole thing as a let's read what the experts say, and then we'll try to uh, yeah, we're kind of like learning with you. I would say exactly. We'll try to see if we can taste it because you know personally, I've smoked a lot of cigars, but I've never gone in it with the intent to understand and and identify the notes like i'm just like oh it's a good cigar right exactly. it has a good pull it's pretty basic so exactly again i'm smoking the perdomo lot 23 uh, pretty cool label it has like a field like oh, tobacco yeah. field on it yeah that is a nice little label. pretty cool um so the notes on this <laughs> let's see it has a 90 point rating which is great this was around, I think around $9, $8. I just picked it up before this episode. So it has an oily Robusto, Robusto with a great draw. It has a very leathery core complemented by cedar, coffee, orange peel notes, rich and tasty. That's 
what it says. Rich and tasty. I like Rich it. And tasty. I I don't know how oh, to really I... cut this. Like, look at this thing. It's like a. Did you bring your katana? It's <laughs> just like a pointed <laughs> tip here. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna just pretend I know what I'm doing here on this cut. Dude, not on the Persian rod. Like hack to hack some of this off and. We'll yeah, see. I think what's cool about that though is you can do it as deep as you want which i think is going to give you like a bigger draw versus a smaller draw on it yeah. i've kind of cut it to where it's got a little bit of a smaller draw here can i see it real quick yeah so touch on a lot of cock. <laughs> i don't want to touch your swollen cock so i don't really see it on here well i think i might so the cut line yeah so there's a cut line which is i think they call it the cap so you'll notice on which is almost precisely where i cut it it actually. is yeah <laughs> uh, you must have had a, on a, on a swollen cock before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this has a head on it where <laughs> you, you chop the head off. I don't even want to talk about it in correlation <laughs> to your name cigar, but yeah, it's basically a cut line and you cut there, so it makes it pretty easy. So Can I borrow that? Yeah, this. Thank you. I thought you were going to use cutter. Yeah. Oh, the cutter. Oh, wait, I do have one in here. Yeah, you're going to use the special yeah. military edition cutter. So um, <laughs> this is supposed to have earth, musty oak, citrus... Uh, toasted nuts and cream through the finish, which I <laughs> not, <laughs> not even gonna go there. Uh, so yeah, I, I've actually smoked one of these before, so it won't be my first time. Which uh, sometimes having cream. Well, sometimes when you smoke cigars, you uh, the first one doesn't quite like doesn't hit the same as subsequent cigars. Tastes a little different. Sometimes you like it the first time, sometimes you don't like it. So sometimes you need to smoke a couple to kind of get get to whether you like it or not. But when I smoked this the first time, it was one of the most unique cigars I've ever smoked. Um, it was really, I, I didn't like it at first and then it got better throughout the middle of the cigar. And uh, so I said, you know, I want to try this again because I, I want to really see what it's like. So I guess we'll. Well, I think the what's cool about that one is the taper. So it's like tapered both ways. Swollen, would you say? Yeah, in the middle? yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, you don't see that very often. It's It's got yeah. a really interesting, and that's what it even says here in this, uh, I don't know, some website I printed off the thing. It's, it's got an atypical flavor profile, and I would absolutely 100% agree with that. So, you know what, we're going to light these? Yeah. I do need that lighter. <laughs> reminds me of different paraphernalia. <laughs> So I toast the ends. To kind of burn out the middle here. It's kind of an interesting, I don't know. It's just, it's got a very strong flavor in the beginning. Like a very... Yeah, it is like noon. But maybe <laughs> that's why. No, it's, well, that's true. But it's, it's, it's good. There we go. I do like smoking indoors. So uh, I, I guess say. we'll see how it works here. Yeah. Uh, Get smoky, but. We actually had this episode one scheduled outside, but it's raining today, probably, maybe. We don't know. Uh, but so we, we moved it inside. I, we're, we're, so the next section we're doing is a hot take. The, uh, the hot take we want to do today is should you season your cigars with a, with a liqueur? And. Uh, I, I think Ian knows absolutely nothing about this. Uh, I haven't. Yeah, I've never heard of this. Ever. He's never even heard of it. Yeah. I the reason I know about it is because I've had several customers 
call me and talk to them and they ask me about it. And so I've done some research on it. Personally, I've never done it myself. And I'll tell you why. My hot take on it. All right. So hot take. Hot take. Uh, the the reason that I am not a fan of it, or is is I think if you had cheaper <laughs> cigars, lower end cigars, uh, and you wanted to put it with a special blend of bourbon or liqueur that you like, I think it might be nice because it's going to flavor those cheaper cigars into kind of a. But they're all going to taste the same, right? So, so do they put like a shot glass? A shot glass. Just a shot glass in the humidor to sort of like add the flavor to it, and I think. It might be good, and, and maybe I should try it before I before I dog That's it. True, yeah. But I mean, I have some expensive cigars in my humidor, right? and I have a wide varying taste profiles, and and I might want a lighter one or a darker one or a different you know flavors. And if you put the liqueur in there, I feel like it's going to just overpower. You know, and it may not. It may just add a hint, but that that's why I've never done it because it's like, oh, I don't want to take a humidor with a thousand dollars in cigars. Add it to it and see what it what it looks like. Yeah. But well, my question is: Do people do it for an extended period of time? Because some people season their cigars for two years, right? So mm -hmm. I'm curious: Is that a short term storage option? Is that mostly what you're hearing? Or um, I I don't know. Like I said, I've never done it. I I think the guys that I was talking to were all going to do it the bit. Like they were just that's how they were going to do it. They were going to start their humidor and they were going to just you know. And they even talked about dipping it. In their in the liqueur that they yeah. liked and acid like, type approach. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely. I think from a you know I I I know a few guys that like to smoke cigars and I I think they would probably dismiss that because these guys spend all this time and energy picking the tobacco and the wrapper and their binder and the filler and yeah. all these different and they put this taste profile together for you and then it's like you just kind of smear it. Yeah, it. you just kind of <laughs> add something whatever you want to it. So. I'm I'm not sure uh, about it. I I'm now after talking about it and doing this hot take. I, well, I have a question about that too. I feel like like if you soak it, will it make the draw difficult? Like the wet tobacco. I think you're supposed to dip it like just gently, so it's like you're just getting a barely like taste of of it. All right, we're gonna do one episode doing that. I think we should. I think I should take us. We do have a few humidors, um, so we should take one and just put a small amount of maybe cheaper cigars in it. And just see what it does to the to the taste profile. Yeah, um, I think that that might be a good a good way to go about doing it. Take a draw of my Dr Pepper. Yeah. <laughs> How's your cigar so far? Uh, so far, it's toned down a lot. Like in the beginning, it was, uh, which most cigars are like kind of weird in the beginning. But it, it was definitely overpowering. And now, um, you know, again, they're, they're talking. You're still kind of at the beginning a little bit, right? Yeah, but in the very beginning, it was like, like whoa. Uh, now they're saying earth, musty oak, citrus, toasted nuts, and cream through the finish. I don't think I'm, I'm, I'm to the cream yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I'm definitely tasting the earth. I think that's like the beginning. Is the earth and the musty yeah. oak definitely was very strong in the beginning, yeah. and um, you know, taste the dog. <laughs> the dog poo in there. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It wasn't bad. It's just, it's just a, like not my favorite, you know. But yeah. I, I think as you get into it, in my, I'm looking for those orange peels. I feel like they all say nutty. Ah, of course, they yeah. all say nuts and they cream. They all say nutty. <laughs> yeah, mine says leathery core. Give me some leather. I am going to lick this couch because I have no idea what leather tastes like at all. You know what it smells like, though. And I think that's 
that's got to be what what they're referring to is like this the smell yeah so i don't know i don't know <laughs> I, well it's going to take some time to get i think to the the cream and 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 what it finishes out to but uh, are, are you doing a Florida man story? So the next segment we've decided on is a Florida man story. We're going to talk about, you know, some random crazy Florida man story and see if see what the hot take is on it. Are you doing We're a Florida man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have a Florida man story that is absolutely bonkers. So yeah, like he said, each week we're going to basically come up with this crazy story or find this crazy story that happened in Florida. I know there's a lot of there's a lot of craziness in that state all the time. So I found one. And nothing against Florida. I absolutely love Florida. Yeah, yeah. I love Florida. So. It's great. No, no diss on Florida. It just seems to be what the uh, the the media picks up on, Florida yeah, man. There's something funny to it. Yeah, there's sure. just something about it. So mine is a Florida man. This is the title. Okay. A Florida man is threatening to sue an artist whose invisible sculpture sold for 18000 saying he came up with the idea first. So the, <laughs> so somebody- well, Let us think real quick before I go on. <laughs> somebody, I, I don't understand this. I, I gotta really break this down. It's avant-garde though. So there's an artist that sold a, an invisible statue for $18,000. Yeah. That's I, the first part of it. I have a lot of those in here. Banana, <laughs> okay. So someone is upset about that and, and they're suing that guy who did that, saying it was their idea first. Yeah, so naturally, the guy who made $18,000 is Italian. So, <laughs> I don't know. I think the new Is wave, he really Italian? Yeah, yeah. He's like mobbed out. It's yeah, like, yeah. like, I'm going to sell no, you think, this invisible honest, statue. You're going to pay me $18,000. Forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> Forget about it. Swimming with the vision. Yeah. I just think there must be a new renaissance happening. Some... Invisible sculptures. That sounds like it's a, a movement. To, that sounds like a way to launder money. I mean, it sounds art, like a Seinfeld episode. Art always <laughs> seems like a way to launder money, but that specifically. So I'm sure the IRS is going to love <laughs> yeah. that. You did what? You sold what? Wait, what? Yeah. And yeah, so this guy, what was his name? I forget his name. His name is. So the Italian guy's name is Salvatore mm. Garu. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> It's a work of art, quote, made of literally nothing. $18,000. Like I said, I got a few of those here. This is really good. This is getting a lot better. This is way better than the first time that I smoked one of these. Yeah. Literally way better. I'm, I'm shocked at how good this, this is. Maybe it's, it's the ambiance. Or it's the no. company. I don't. Maybe it's the time of day, too. Sometimes when you smoke it a little later in the day, it tastes a little different. But, yeah, it tastes amazing. Also, I haven't smoked a cigar in a while. And I've noticed that you definitely, I mean, obviously smoking kind of dulls your, your taste and senses and everything. So the longer I go, like the more I can taste of the different notes and yeah. profile. So. so, yeah. Well, did you have breakfast? Mm-hmm. That's good. I had a Jimmy Dean. I had Jimmy John's. <laughs> Jimmy Dean, like an egg sandwich wrapped in egg, wrapped in sausage. Mm. Amazing. So much sodium. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, it was really important, actually, because I was coming here to do this, right? And I was like, I have to eat or I, no, I, I will I, throw it. I did the same thing, right? you got to eat before you smoke a cigar yeah. because bad things can happen if you don't. So This is really good, too. 
The draw is perfect. I heard something. I don't know if this is true, but I've heard that they test draw every cigar. The Perdomos. Yeah, which is a big thing for me because when I buy those big bundle packs from like one of those large JR companies or Cigars International, I, I swear that 30 percent's plugged. Really? And it's the most frustrating. And my we have a running joke back where I'm from that they, they call me like, I'm the one that always gets the plug cigars. You know, my dad never gets them. And so every time it's, oh, Ian got the plug cigar. And I smoked an Opus X once that was plugged. That was the most disappointing experience of my life. In fact, it was when we were on the podcast with uh, Cigar Talk, Rob. And I was, I was in the, it was embarrassing because I'm in the podcast and it's a Zoom podcast. And so you can see me and I am like puffing on this cigar so hard. And it just looks like I, I'm just like, because it was just, it was. Then his face gets green. Oh my yeah. God. It was you got to be careful with plug cigars horrible. because the more that you draw, like the more that you're pulling that in, you, you, you're going to have complications and like want to just so the other thing i don't have that i want is one of those sticks that like unplug it poker a poker stick I don't it know. seems really like wild to try to do that but i i need to get one well they have um they're kind of like fishing hooks on the end of them so that i've looked into it a little bit i need to get one too for that exact reason but basically comes out and then you have the hooks so as you push it in you rotate it and it tears up that mass probably loosens the whole blend exactly and everything yeah. makes it like a, a what's cool though is you can't hold it burn we're right so uh, it's a nub holder so like as you get to the bottom and you want to get gotcha. that real creamy that real creamy i'll tell you this is cigar is also not hot for me there's nothing worse and i don't know if it's just the type of cigar the loose blend whatever it is than smoking a cigar and what I taste is heat. I think part of it too is it's if it's not seasoned properly, you know, mm -hmm. you'll get the heat. And there's nothing worse than smoking a cigar and you're just like burning your throat because the heat is there. So if it's a pri and this has been in my octador for quite some time now. It's been probably six months seasoning in my octador, and it it's perfect. Yeah, it's absolutely perfect. I think the you know I, I've never been the one to season long term, but it does change the profile. It does. And again, I, I think seasoning, not just long-term, but properly so that it's, I keep mine about 65 to 67% humidity and it seems to be absolutely perfect. It's not, it's not splitting. I mean, it's burning even it's, it's drawing perfect. And there's like almost no heat, which for me, it's a big, big, like I almost want to throw the cigar and not smoke the rest of it. If it's heat, you know, I've never even noticed really ever. No weird. Yeah, Maybe I mean, like towards the bottom, I'm like. I Ooh. smoked a Julius Caesar. I've got one of these flyers in the mail where they're talking about you get five cigars, five 90 rated cigars for 15 bucks. And I got them. And I, you know, of course, a gas station cigars, but I, <laughs> I smoked this Julius Caesar out of it. I don't know if it was dry because it wasn't shipped properly or what, but my God, it was just heat the whole way and i'm like I, I couldn't even couldn't even smoke it i got about that's a third of the way in. It julius was, caesar it was bad dude yeah that's not good no this is really well balanced it's a great cigar yeah i've been onto the perdomo kick lately yeah, yeah. i uh, i'm 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 definitely gonna say that uh we, we have a rating system that we're working on <laughs> called the uh 
fat ash or flat ash, right? Yeah, booty squad. So if it's, uh, I guess if it's good, then we'll say it's fat ash. Yeah. If it's bad, we'll say it's flat ash. Flat ash. And uh, I don't Wait, know. We're, we're not doing like, yet, no. Are we doing we, like we still got to talk about this story a little bit. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to bring it up. So I forgot. There's, there's more to the story where the guy sold an eighteen thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. Statue. well, there's like a little bit. I just I feel like we didn't get the full. Yeah, so this guy's from Gainesville, and his name is Tom Miller, and he's taking this very serious. The one that sued is Tom Miller. Yeah, Tom Miller. It's like yeah, it seems it seems appropriate name. He was so upset. He reached out to him. Okay, he reached out to him and said, "Hey, I want a cut or I want." at least some attribution to what happened. And the Italian artist, you know, forget, forget about it. Forget about it. <laughs> right? Exactly. It's and he's like, he immediately hired an Italian lawyer. Like he is not messing around. So the lawsuit's still pending, but there is a whole video about the artwork that he made. He The Italian guy or Tom Miller? No, Tom Miller. Sorry. So Tom Miller spent like a whole weekend with, a bunch of buddies. So there's this YouTube clip. I went down the tunnel, dude. I shouldn't have, but I did. I went down it. And this video only has like a hundred views on it. And that's when you know you're like really deep into it. And you're like, oh, there's seven likes. <laughs> and you're like, what did I get into? But this guy, dude, he, he spent some time on this and he had a whole, <laughs> he had all of his friends come and they spent a whole weekend assembling this art that was nothing. So they're walking around this like community like, greens and they're like moving things that are nothing. <laughs> and they videotape the whole Basalts. thing. I'm thinking basalts. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and he, they're just moving them. And he's like, this is nothing. And that was the name of the artwork. Is, this this is, nothing. is nothing. Yeah. And so he had, he had a bunch of people come and see the artwork from the town. And they were really confused I because, bet. and he's like, well, "Welcome to nothing. Thank you. We've spent a lot of time on this." I bet. Well, I I don't know. What's and and let me speak to this because Ian, he's he's the one who designs the humidor. So for him to criticize an artist is kind of a big deal. I mean, you know, you're like an artist yourself. Yeah, I mean, this I, is, you know, I respect the artistic freedom, but I. There's a line and, I, and visibility honestly, is that line for me. As not an artist, I absolutely respect it. If someone is going to pay you $18,000 for <laughs> well, nothing, I will so, sell that all day long. Are you kidding me? The, the other funny part about this is there's basically a bunch of other artists that are coming out of the woodworks and they're saying, no, I created an invisible sculpture. <laughs> so I want to see the audit trail on all of this because I think we should join the suits. Yes, yeah, action. Yeah, because the guy. You can we all want our $1.12 from this $18,000. <laughs> I had the idea first. I don't know. I like you could really take any video that you previously shot and be like, "Don't you see it?" It's it's well, <laughs> it's in the back. It's there, <laughs> but I know you can't see it, but it's nothing. That was it. I created it. Oh, oh okay. man. I I was like, I kept checking the clock when I was reading this. I'm like, how late is this? Like, am I, is this real? This is the most ridiculous thing ever. So next podcast, I want to see you top that story. I can do it. I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's so funny. I'm getting into the uh, mossy 
Yeah, dude. I'm just pretending here because I don't know Moss. Moss But you know, I mean, that's the what the experts say. So like, you feel like you like. I'm getting some denim. It's it's almost like you a placebo, right? You like you read the description before you smoke it, and then as you smoke it, you're like, yeah, I taste the leather. Yeah. But no, it's it's a. I mean, bottom line, it's a great cigar. Yeah. Uh, I it, it goes so well with Dr Pepper. Way better, way better than the first time I smoked it. So I would say, okay, are we doing a? That's f- your third one that you've had. Second, it's my second, second. Okay. Yeah. So so is this? Are we doing the fat ash scale, like one to ten ashes, fat well, ashes? Yeah, or? I think <laughs> we're going off the cuff here a little bit, but I think we'll have a graphic that really shows like a fat fat ash or a flat flat ash so i think we'll go total flat ash semi fat ash fat ash badonk i'll tell you this i don't know i love this cigar because it's so unique kardashian that's it's 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 not like the best tasting cigar. I'm a, I'm a big Opus X fan, as I'm sure you'll learn. But so it's not the best tasting cigar I've ever had, and it doesn't have like the most nicotine I've ever had. But that's, for you, that's good. Yeah, I <laughs> think I talk a lot when I get nicotined up. But but it certainly is one of the more unique ones. So if you've like bored with smoking things, and these are sort of limited edition, right? These are like the Lost and Found collection by Robert Cobble. So. I don't know how long they're going to be around. They kind of go off the market, come on the market. So definitely, I mean, and they're cheap, like 10 bucks a cigar. I mean, that's not too cheap, but it's cheap enough. Yeah. And so buy a box of these and, or I think they come in packs of 10 or something and definitely keep them in your humidor for that time when you're like bored of smoking the normal stuff and you want like a different, uh, just kind of a unique flavor. I, I think it's- So what fun. is it like, okay, we know the notes, but what is what is the true flavor? Like if you had to describe it, what would you say? It's really changed from the beginning to now. It's it's a completely different cigar. Okay. And it started out with like that really um, I would there's there's been some uh, some like bourbons that I've tasted that are like this and they, they kind of like a like an Irish or like they have that like earthy mossy, you know, and they they all describe it that same kind of way. And I would describe this cigar as very much in that class of of earthy, earthy mossy, um, you know, that sort of thing. It's saying uh, creamy. I, I think I may be getting into a little bit of the smooth creaminess. I don't really know what that's supposed to taste like, but it's it's definitely once you get about right here, milk. It's amazing. 10%. Like this, this is this is the primo spot in the cigar. Yeah. So I'm right now at a point. This is episode one, so I don't want to go too crazy here. But uh, if I had to go like one to 10 fat ashes, I would say I'd give this a, hmm, probably a, a, probably an eight. Really? Seven or eight. And again, it's gotta be something that you're in the mood for because it's not gonna be my go-to like all the time. I like smoking this thing. It's gonna be one of those where, oh, I want something a little different tonight. And, yeah. and that's that's what I'm gonna go for. So I, I, think, it's, I think it's worth a try for sure. Um, it's light. It's definitely a lighter, lighter blend. It's not going to be like a dark cigar with a ton of nicotine. It's it's a great like summer cigar. Um, so, yeah, this is definitely a medium body as well. It's 
I'm hitting a spot I don't like, actually. Really? Yeah, it's like very Which is uh, weird because you're getting in the middle of it. It should be better. Well, it's still in the upper, little bit in the upper, but it's kind of bitter. I don't know. Well, that's it, not good. it tastes like. I don't know. Have you ever had spoiled milk where it makes your tongue, <laughs> it like makes your tongue itch? Uh, Have you ever had that? No, I don't drink spoiled milk. So yeah. uh, I grew up on the farm. Okay, right? so gun to your head right now. How many ashes you give it? Mm. If it's below five, we'll say it's flat. If it's above five, we'll say it's fat. It's still a good cigar. I think this just may be. I'd give it a six. Okay, six. No, there's no point fives in our fat ash. Uh, you can't do five. You either got to go four or yeah. six. So it's either worth smoking. I think a four is almost you don't smoke it. Maybe you smoke it one more no, time. No, sure. I definitely smoke this again. Okay. This is like a All six right. or seven. Okay. I'll do six. And I want to see the tag six. All and right. rating six. And it's and it's a, uh, how much is like a $10 cigar? It was eight. $8 cigar. Okay. Perdomo, I think it was eight. Perdomo Lot 23. It's a Nicarag Nicaraguan cigar. Let me read what the uh, binder and filler and all that is in this. Nicaraguan wrapper, wrapper, Nicaraguan binder, and a diverse filler of Nicaraguan, Dominican, and Costa Rican fillers. It's a lot. Says the medium plus body. That's what I mean. It's like it's 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 got a lot of flavor to it, and yeah. it's just one of those cigars where it's it's got a lot of flavor. So I've like Rob from Cigar Talk. He really likes his cigar. He's mentioned it several times because I think if you smoke a lot of cigars, this is really interesting because of the because of the flavor profile. Mm -hmm. So I, I I think I think it's a good what, one to keep the, in the. What's the wrapper again on that? It's a Nicaraguan wrapper, Nicaraguan binder, diverse filler of Nicaraguan, Dominican, and Costa Rican fillers. Got it. I don't know. That's I mean, a kinetic kit wrapper, right? Yeah, Nicaraguan. Well, do they call those Connecticut's? <laughs> yeah, it's like. Lighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, we're, we're layman's. Yeah, no doubt. Here. I mean, I think that's one of the that's interesting of things yeah. is, is we're sort of talking to folks that don't smoke a lot of cigars or maybe they're new at cigar smoking, like us, to some extent. I mean, we've been smoking – I mean, I've been smoking cigars for many years. But, you know, when you start smoking, it's like you have no idea what you're doing. And I think we've kind of grown over the years to getting to figuring out what, what we like and what the tastes are and what, you know – all the different things so uh grow with us i guess as, yeah. as, as they say yeah so uh, let's see. They, they said uh, there's something kind of cool about this the lot 23 nick perdomo planted an experimental crop on a virgin field which he called lot 23 this field produced a very small crop of tobaccos and these tobaccos six years later were carefully blended together to create this so that's kind of cool. Yeah. Maybe that's what what's on the wrapper. The crop. Yeah, that's the that's the lot, the lot 23. Maybe. You know, I kind of want to give this a 7 now. No. <laughs> no. No, it's pretty good. It's getting better. <laughs> you read the description and it went up one fat ash. Isn't that's, it? That's the, unbelievable. It does work like that. The power of branding. See, I think here's the suggestion for cigar manufacturers. Like, why not make the label a little bit longer? And, have a and story write the on it. story. I agree. I think that would be amazing. So that I know, like, we don't have to go and Google what it, what it is, right? Like, yep. tell me what I should be looking for on the wrapper. Yep. And tell me what, tell me the little brief story on it. I think that's a great idea. I think, you know, the problem with putting the notes in is you could have 
different people tasting different things. And I mean, I've read some some pretty. But I want that placebo effect. I like agree. I like, like I like the placebo effect. Like, That's okay, cool. I'm gonna look for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You just you kind of gives you something to to go for. I mean, either way, they're putting the nuts on the line because they say it in you know the description on their website. So you may as well put it on the wrapper. That's this my- still is no heat. Still tastes great. It's actually pretty slow burning here. I mean, I'm, I'm digging into mine a little quicker than you are. Yeah, but. Um, yours you're maybe kinda, you're quick though. You're, I am a quick, quick and I quit hit a lot at the one time. You're more. Um, that's I think I feel like maybe yours is a little tighter wrapped. Yeah, and so it's gonna smoke a little slower. Yeah, I wait for about an inch till I ash typically. So. Yeah, I'm a little afraid to do that on the podcast just because I don't want to be the guy on the podcast where it just drips all over me. That's how Churchill used to do it. I know. He'd and, smoke it till it fell on him. And, you know, I mean, it, allegedly, in a cigar like this where it's kind of unknown, like in Opus X, I've left the ash out to here, no problem. Mm-hmm. But this is a little bit of an unknown, so I kind of, you know, I'm a, I'm a little scared to leave it for too long. But tastes great. I um, I don't want to keep going on the, on the podcast and make it too long here, but yeah. It's it's a great cigar. I say again, if I had to go and rate it now, it's getting to actually a little different taste even. Mine's getting better. Yeah. Mine's a seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm still at a I'm still at like a like an eight, seven or eight. I think yeah. I think that's a that's a great um great cigar. Yeah. Absolutely. Um so we we have some notes here on the closing. We're going to be releasing these. We're kind of figuring out the timeline, but probably a couple episodes a month um, is, is kind of the the target. I think you'll probably be able to find them on our website to start. We're likely not going to do YouTube uh, just because they've had some issues with cigar podcasts in the past. Um, I think you can kind of get the feel for how we're going to go. And yeah, we want this to be. It sounds lame as hell, but we want it to be fun. Like I, I don't think we're trying to take ourselves too seriously on this, uh, and we're we're trying to demystify it for those beginner smokers and also make it fun to watch. I mean, absolutely, yeah. That's I think the key here. So, and to kind of shed light on the guys that make these humidors, I think it's cool. You know, to, to hopefully for you guys to see that we're real people behind these products. And and I think we take this very seriously, making humidors. I mean, I tell customers all the time that I talk to on the phone, hey guys, like this, I look at this as my life's work, right? We, we've been building humidors now for around five years and have gotten progressively better at, at building, you know, humidification systems, hygrometers, sort of an end-to-end solution for cigar smokers. And I take, I take the humidification of cigars very, very, mm-hmm. very seriously. And I think this is kind of a fun outlet for us to learn um, about, you yeah. know, about the hobby and, and to kind of delve deeper into it. So. Yeah. And we take your feedback very seriously as well. We look at every, you know, every every bit of feedback across the gamut. And those inform our des- design decisions on an ongoing basis. Man, this and, is good. You know. This is uh, the best part of the cigar right here. Right there? Yeah. Mine's pretty good too. I don't even want to stop. I still think though that this is my opinion a cigar should be good if it's a good cigar should be good throughout and i know there's better points but especially i know like the the beginning phase is always a little bit rougher yeah i'm almost it's very rare that i like a cigar in that first third i mean it's like you just kind of getting through it yeah. um it's okay but 
it's yeah. it's almost always obvious to me that that middle is going to be the the best part. No yeah. doubt, no doubt. So, all right, guys, I well, recommend. Yeah, I do too. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go eight. I'm gonna finish off with an eight, 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 eight fat ashes. I and, have a seven, and he's gonna go seven with the Perdomo. So check out the Swollen Cock by Robert Caldwell. Check out the Perdomo. Lot twenty three. Check out the uh, Military Humidor, and look out for our travel case coming soon. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.